everyone. I'm Brian. And I'm Slippy. And I'm Molly. Ah, we have a guest host. This is Snorkeling with Narwhals. So, we have enlisted the help of our friend and my former radio co-host, Molly Beth Shaver, to pod with us today. Welcome. Sup, sup. So, I guess, Slippy, you said it best before we actually started the show. We should probably just start with our history. I mean, we've done mine and Slippy's history, and so I don't think there's really, like, much more to add, but... We're going to, like, gradually incorporate all the pieces of our barren history, apparently, into this show. Well, you and guys Molly, had you guys had more than, more than our history. Like, you guys did radio without me more often than, than I did it with you, Brian, I think. Well, that's true. You were usually, like, a guest host. But, um, okay. I was going to say, I've known you for 10 years. This is 10 years of history, Brian. <laughs> okay yeah that's actually really that's fair we have no we all i'm pretty it. sure that means that we're friends for life what is it seven years psychologists say i'm not sure but <laughs> you tell us <laughs> well, well i'm gonna go with seven years. <laughs> my brother's a psychologist i don't know if he has the answer to that though okay, um, we'll write that down to ask him later okay because i'm gonna sure. need to know <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we have all been friends for like 10 years. So as most of my friendships at Baron started, they started through Evan, the mysterious Evan, who will probably someday be on this show. And I think, how did it go? I met Evan, then I met Slippy. And then I think just gradually more people came in, like Christine basically forced me, another friend who will probably be on the show, Christine like forced me to to hang out. And I think that's how I probably met you, Molly, just yeah, like I think that hanging right. out with the group. Yeah, that sounds right. And I'm sure like through Christine, she's probably like, oh, I know this other comm major. And then I think we had a bunch of classes after that. Yeah, I think our first, I remember soft, my sophomore year, so your freshman year. Uh, we were like, oh man, we're taking the radio class together. So we're like, well, we should do a show together. We like didn't know each other at that point. Not at all. So you're probably like, um, okay, like I, I don't know you. Yeah, but that was better than having to like talk by myself for an hour. No way could I do that. Yeah. So we actually took a radio practicum class. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was one to three credits. Uh, it somehow, it became. Like, it, it varied. Like, I took it for two credits, uh, and you're supposed to do, like, extra meetings or extra stuff for it to count for extra credits. Nothing ever happened. I just did the same exact stuff as everyone else. But got okay, that extra. actually makes me so mad, because I only got a credit and a half for that. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah, because you, you took the TV practicum, too. I didn't have to do that. Yeah, I had to, because I had to have three credits. And so then I ended up taking this, like news journalism whatever class and i was not good at it it was it was terrible it was a night class it, there was nothing good about that class like it was just it was bad 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 Ooh, well we're gonna get into a lot of our our barren stories because we have a lot um but slippy how did you guys meet was it just through crew <laughs> I, w I was trying to think of this actually uh, uh, when you were saying uh, you know, your 
you were saying being on the you know, on the radio for an hour by yourself would be awful. I was thinking back to being invited the first few times being invited on air was um I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the two of you invited me uh initially to be like either the third or maybe fourth guest. I don't know if there there might have been a fourth person. I think it was our yeah, I think it was our finals show the Okay, so I guess we should preface this by like explaining that Molly and I hosted a radio show for what, like two years? Yes. Two two school years. Two Um, different radio shows, I thought. uh, We had like three or four semesters. It was a lot. Yeah, we did. We did four semesters. So it was called Psalms and Songs. We played Christian music and we read Bible verses and talked about like devotional stuff my big thing was the music i i like i i scoured my music every week for for stuff and molly ran the board because you know me trying to do both i'm not a good multitasker my brain can only focus on one thing at a time my brain's like the screensaver thing that just like bonks around (laughs) that's a really good description (laughs) i like that (laughs) uh so yeah we uh at the end of our second semester, it was the end of our first full year of, of the show. Uh, we had Slippy on as a guest host, and we had Molly's now husband. I'm still going to call him Jimmy because I don't like calling him Jim. That's fair. His real name is James, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's but then, like, when we moved to Jersey, I found out a bunch of people call him, um, like, Junior or Jimmy Junior or, like, stuff like oh that. My gosh. And that is Jimmy really, Jr. really Jr. funky. Wow. Or, like, JJ for Jimmy Junior. It's like, really weird. Like Bob's Burgers, Jimmy Junior? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's literally the joke we would make all the time. Your hometown always brings out nicknames and things that people didn't, like, just were completely unaware of. You know, like, at, at Barron, I was called slippy i think traditionally but like you know if you were to go home and visit like my church from growing up or any of my friends from high school or something like you'd get anything (laughs) you you'd you'd probably be surprised what what people came up with uh so for me i am brian in the normal world i'm lyle in my family i feel like i knew that but i definitely (laughs) forgot (laughs) So I don't know where were we? Oh yeah, Slippy. So you were talking about like the first time you guest hosted with us. Yeah. So there was that, and then future. I feel like future recordings with you. You were like, "Can you come on the show?" Because I can't do another session in the sound room just by myself. Yeah. So I think there were times. Yeah, because um, in addition to that, I did Psalms and Songs, just the songs where I played a full CD, but that was usually without Molly. Like, I think you came on a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I did a couple, but then it was just like our other show. So, and I had a lot going on this semester that you did that. So, yeah, I think that was the semester that I just like (laughs) tried to finish my thesis, but spent like three or four hours a week in the radio studio. Um, so yeah. Slippy, I would I'd call and be like, yeah, I can't because it's hard. It's hard to do an hour alone, even when you're playing music. Like it's hard to I don't even know how like sports uh, hosts who do like three hour shows, how they do that. I was just thinking about that. You know, I I used to listen to um, what's his name? Mark Madden on on some of my commutes. And like the guy just filled 
the air with mostly anger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it's like, it, unless there was a caller, he's just sitting there by himself, just spewing into the microphone with emotion. And I have no idea how you bring that kind of energy into a show. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, also, I, I'm glad... I don't know if we had the capability at Baron to take to take callers on our show. I think there was a phone in there, but I, we... I think there was because I remember talking about it in class. But then like phone calls are kind of a wild card and you don't know what people are going to say. So we were not brave enough to to try to figure it out for an unknown result. Yeah, we didn't even know who's listening. We don't know. Who's well, we were 8 a.m. on a Monday, so I don't think anybody was listening. <laughs> yes. no. We were. I forgot we were that early. Yes. Yeah. Our show was 8 a.m. on a Monday. I can't believe we did that. Yeah, but prime, I always got the prime best time for college. Yeah, yeah that's that is, true. That would be great for parking. Um, But so let's talk about the radio studio for a little because there that was a bizarre studio. I don't know who set up the BVZ studio, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, not to, you know, tear down Baron's radio station that they don't really care about. <laughs> but they had too many roles. Let's start there. Well, every time every time I came on the show, I feel like I was I was like a, a bull in a china shop. You know, it's like you, you go in there. Don't touch the windows. Don't touch the mics. Sit in the chair. Yeah, I was <laughs> stare like, straight ahead. I wasn't supposed to leave you alone. Like if I right, yeah, that was the chair. other big role. Yeah, my nose started bleeding one time, and I had to leave you alone in there. And it's like, oh no, Slippy's alone in the studio. What's he gonna do? Which, knowing you, could have actually been like very dangerous. Well, <laughs> I don't think I would have touched anything. It was more. I probably did fill the air with something. No, I think I we just immediately went back to music. Oh. It was like the shortest break in the history of like any break I've ever done. But uh, Molly, you'll remember the wonderful uh, software we used to run the actual like station and how horrible it was and how it never oh, worked. I'm pretty sure that's why I don't do anything with sound <laughs> anymore because I just like I have like PTSD. I can't take it. Like it was called Backbone, I think. Which, I don't know. If you've never heard of it, that's probably why. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was, but it was like the worst software in the world. Like half the time you'd go to connect and it wouldn't connect. And I remember we had, we just call it week six. Oh my gosh, week six. It was our sixth episode so on bad. the air. And we could not connect. Like we could not get connected to the... I don't know, server or whatever, the actual station. So we called our professor and she's like, well, call George in Boston. And I'm like, what? The... <laughs> Who is George in Boston? I don't know how that fell on us to handle either. <laughs> like... I don't either. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kim Young, our professor. She was awesome. Oh, we're naming names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how we ended up being the ones to try to solve this. Um, and we didn't. We didn't. This is, this is Baron's selling point. It's their approach. It's like, you will be close with your professors. Yeah. <laughs> and they won't treat you like students. Like, 
you will, will learn be... real life problem solving skills. <laughs> yeah. You will be that years. They're going to need your help, it turns out. <laughs> but I remember for a while there, I think in my phone, I had George from Boston as a contact, even though I never talked to him. Because it was like, I don't understand why our server was set up in Boston. Like, I mean, yeah, that's I don't know. I remember they reorganized BVZ a couple years later, and like, I think they just used like Shoutcast or something, and it worked a lot easier. Oh, but good. That's we... good to hear. I like stopped listening. Yeah. Not a good, good alumna, whatever the yeah, word I don't, is. I don't listen to BVZ. Sorry. But I like your Facebook post. Does it actually still exist? Yeah. Under that name? Yeah. Oh. You're listening to BBZ Radio. I'm Brian. And I'm Molly. <laughs> and this is Psalms and Songs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I like that's just ingrained in me. But um no, so week six, yeah, we eventually got connected to the the server and I remember uh Kim Young came in and like tried to help us get set up and then it got disconnected and then eventually we're just like, Alright guys, like we're we're calling it. We can't get on the air. And it's one of the few shows that I don't have saved somewhere because like there was nothing to record really. Like we played like three or four songs and I think we were just so worried about getting on the air that like it didn't it didn't do like I, I wasn't concerned about saving the file but yeah that was that was our probably worst time doing the show yeah that was bad but that was like our first semester too so like we were learning and it did get better yeah it did i remember our fir- very first episode we had to have someone shadowing us who was already on bvz and oh, that was so awkward it was because one he didn't come like on time so we were like, okay, I guess we're going to be going on air soon. And then he finally showed up. We're like, oh, good. Um, But I remember I made some horrible joke. I read a Bible verse that mentioned Kush. And I said, <laughs> I was like, but not weed. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, there was great. also that time like, it was that the... you said that it would be cool to have a kid at a hundred, like Abraham, and that was the one that the professor <laughs> listened to, and she's like, "What the f is going on?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't control him because you didn't even come to that interview with her." So I'm sitting no, there, and she's I... like tearing apart our show, and that's what she brings up. I'm like, oh I, my gosh, I I, yeah, that was great because uh, we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about Abraham and Sarah and how they had Isaac at like a hundred years old, and I guess I said that it would be really cool to have a kid at 100 years old yep. i don't Which see is, that's also a really bad take <laughs> <laughs> okay yes in in retrospect being 100 with a child would probably be difficult N- nearly impossible some may say but uh, yes as i listened to mine who is still screaming so i've got about five minutes and then uh i might have to I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Just I'll still bring be able him to do bring this, him on. Just bring him on. on I love it. Yeah, but yeah, that was. I'm trying to think of other BBZ memories we had. Um, I think one time 
wow i'm like scraping the barrel here we ate jolly ranchers in the studio which was not supposed to happen um you could always tell who was like who put the stuff away because like molly's headphones would be all nice and neatly put together and mine would be like hanging from the string like like it's just some random human came in and put it away like they didn't know what they were doing but yeah that's that's a little bit about our radio history in a brief and awkwardly paced segment. But you guys, you guys are going to get your degrees taken away. <laughs> They're going to listen to this and be like, no, nope. no, nope, we're taking that back. What if that could happen? I think it can happen. Can, How can it that happen? That cannot like... happen. They're a business. They can just take away your it's like a certification that they gave you. Hmm. There's we're... lawsuits about this. We're going to have to look this up. Oh, my gosh. I'm not doing anything with audio, so I guess it doesn't really matter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't. I'm not supposed to talk about my job, but I do. So (laughs) I probably don't want to lose my degree. But uh, no, the wonders of being a communication major. Like we had some great times. Like people always said it was super easy. And I don't know. I thought. A lot of the classes were pretty easy, but that's not why I took the major. Oh, I was undecided and then went for comm because my parents wanted me to do business. So being a comm major was kind of a little like rebellious act of mine. (laughs) But I mean, it's worked out. So I was originally going to be a math major, which is why if you ever look at my schedules from like, I don't know how you would, but if you looked at my (laughs) schedules from like the first couple semesters, like they were very math based. Uh, except I took like one comm class and then I think I just decided I was like, you know what? I think I want to be a comm major. Uh, and so then I like I never actually declared. So I I, I went to comm. Um, the one class that I had had was with Dr. Kang. I love him. Yes. Uh, he's he's great. He, yes, we have all had him. I think I had him five times. You I and I, I, yeah, I, took you one and I were definitely in the same class with him at least once yeah uh what was ours like news media literacy or something uh i did like a graphic design with him oh maybe that was the one we took together i don't know we took something together i did two i think i i had two classes with him at one point i selected a class because he was the professor it's like filler you have to have something in in calm to check the box for a marketing degree so i was like all right I'm going to look at what Dr. Kang is doing and <laughs> and go that way. Yeah, I once late added a class because I was trying to also do the actuary certificate, uh, <laughs> which is also why if you look later in my schedule, there's a lot of random stats classes. <laughs> like I had a professor once who told me that I was both the highest and lowest ever comm major score on his final because I was the only one. But... Um, such a stats professor thing to say. <laughs> it really is. Um, but no, I, I was taking a finance class that I hadn't taken the prereq for. And I like I was just like, this sucks. I have no idea what's going on in this class. So I dropped it and it was like five weeks into the semester. So you can late add to classes, but you need to fill out a form and have it signed off on. So it's the only time I ever did that. Like, I actually just joined a class like four or five weeks into it. it was was that great. hard? 
feel like you'd have to play catch up. No, because there were only like five people in the class and we I don't remember what we did. We like made we made videos and did stuff. I don't remember what that class was, but <laughs> I remember I made a video set to a Capital Kings song of it was me walking around campus just like doing my daily life. But I had Eric, our friend Eric Brown just take pictures so it was literally just like stills of me like right right after the other i don't remember what that class even was i don't remember i couldn't tell you what it was called if you like you know if you threatened me i I think there's only one class that i like remember the name of and that's just because it was nonverbal communication everything else i forget i don't think i took that so and i took that together did we (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like an 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. class with Dr. Kale. This explains oh, why Kale. I don't remember it. Dr. That makes Kale. me so that, sad. Like, that yeah. course, like, I still operate off of stuff from that course. Our final project, we had to go and, like, people watch at two different places and compare. Okay, I remember doing that. Yeah, we and got I remember credit for Dr. people Kale. watching. Yeah, I guess it's the nonverbal part. I'm... <laughs> Clearly, like the, the lessons the didn't class. stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I I also had Dr. Kale for an 8 a.m. Uh, I think it was the public speaking class, you know, the one that like everyone had to take. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cast 100. But um, I remember this was back when I was a good, young, like studious person. I never missed a class, didn't miss anything, and then you could miss two classes without it affecting your grade, and the last week of classes I asked him, I was like, hey, if I just didn't show up to class for the next two days, like, would that be okay? He's like, well, it'd be better for you to, like, listen to your classmates' speeches, but you haven't missed any classes, so technically you're fine. (laughs) So that was back when I asked if I could skip classes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a an early time in college for me. <laughs> what when you ask to skip? Or yeah, like... in fact, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I never did. I probably did it once, and then after that was like, I don't think these people need to tell me. <laughs> yeah, so I went from like I would ask to skip, or then I would. I think second year I would skip classes to do stuff for other classes, which is always a fun trade off. Mm-hmm. And then by junior year, I was just like, if I didn't want to go to a class, I was like, I think I'll be okay. Molly, you did you also skip classes? So, okay, the first class I ever skipped was because of a boy. Um, and it was embarrassing. So, because he dropped me off at school so that I could get to, like, the class on time. Because we had gone off and were working at Erie City Mission before that. But I'd gotten the time of the class wrong. And so, like, I walked into the building, realized the class had already started, and, like, immediately turned around. But then he hadn't left yet. I didn't want him to see me walking around campus because we had rushed back to, like, get to class on time. And so I, like, hid around the cockle building so that he wouldn't see me skipping class. It was really embarrassing. Um, And I don't know. I didn't skip very many unless it was, I don't know. I really didn't skip very many. I was scared of getting behind. That reminds me, though, I had a a math class once where I was like, I was struggling to finish the homework before class started. 
and I was in the library, and I had to get to OBS, I think. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so for those who, aka mostly everyone probably, who didn't go to Baron. <laughs> actually, I don't know. If you're listening to this, you probably know us, so you probably did go to Baron. Um, the library to the OBS building is a track. It's... Yeah, like opposite sides of the campus. Yeah. Yeah, and depending on, you know, the precipitation at the time could be it was spring it was fine okay but yeah i remember i was like okay i finished the homework i gotta like run the class and i literally i was the guy i i ran i actually ran to class i never did that uh i would see kids running later and i was like that i did that once and i was like never be that kid again I'm pretty yeah. sure if I did skip, that was probably one of the reasons why. Because there's no way I'd be running across campus. No. <laughs> no. no. It's like, one, it's embarrassing. And two, it's like, you're already late. <laughs> like, you know, like, it doesn't matter at that point if you're like five minutes late or ten minutes late. You're still going to be late. It's also a very particular run. It like is. The run, the run to, to class late, it's like everyone knows what you're doing. Yep. It's and like you, you kind of have your your arms are like on your backpack, but that's like right. You're not your heads moving. your heads down, and you're you're like tilted forward. Yep, and <laughs> and you're kind of you're kind of like you're you're walking fast. You're trying to look like you're not running, but you're definitely running. So don't <laughs> heaven do that. forbid it's like February and it's all ice. And oh, like... it's icy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, we definitely saw some people running to class in the snow and bite it. And it's every time it's like, you know, you feel bad. A little bit of of you feels bad, <laughs> and then like most of me is like, I'm trying not to laugh at this person in their lowest moment. Yep. <laughs> Yes, I think I did that a couple of times. I'd like sit up in Bruno's like right by the window and just watch people like roll down that hill and like fall like thanking I, I everything down the hill that once. it was not me. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like uh, it was like kind of that winter spring where there was still snow on the ground, but like, you know, you thought you were safe. And I don't even <laughs> think I was trying to get to class on time or anything. I think I was just coming down from Burke aka the biggest hill on campus <laughs> and i took a little shortcut just like to get to the uh, the bottom sidewalk and i walked through the snow on the hill and i slid and there was mud underneath it's <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, like some faculty saw me <laughs> you have to like play it off like you didn't just like you know fall in to do snow that. And, uh, a song of <laughs> a song of snow and mud but um yeah no i also once to take this even farther the macro version of it i was in the computer lab in the library on the top floor and saw someone driving down jordan road and it was snowy and they did not stop they could not stop and they i don't remember what they ran into but they hit probably another car oh i've done that a couple of times on that hill like I you got hit other cars. Well, not other cars, but like slid completely down the hill and like almost went through like the inner, like the big intersection yeah, there. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, granted, it was always late at night when I did that because I was probably taking Jim back to the dorm or something. But it was like treacherous a couple times. I thought I was gonna die. Well, like that hill was—it's insane. It is like the biggest hill I can think of. 
they had to clear it so much because like even if they left it alone for 15 minutes in Erie, you know, it's like, well, now it's a sheet of ice and everyone in the intersection is going to die. There used to be a ski lift there, I have been told. Nuh-uh. My dad said this. It would make sense. Like, back back when there weren't a ton of buildings. I mean, Barron was still there, obviously, but it wasn't, like, a ton of buildings. People would go, like, skiing and sledding there. And, I mean, that hill would be perfect for it. But I'm like, why can't we bring the ski lift back? We we can't have a ski lift to get me to class. I mean, it'd be so slow. <laughs> like, all right, got to leave 20 minutes early so you can catch the ski lift to Burke. But I, like I used to have to do that. I go to class that early when I was like on crutches and it would take me forever to get across campus. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, some of the like... Classes were, what, usually 15 minutes apart, so you could have time to get there. But, like, you had to, like, I remember one day in my freshman year, I mean, like, one specific, I think it was, like, Wednesdays, I had to go from OBS to Junker (laughs) to Cockle (laughs) to Burke to OBS again. Yeah. So for those, again, who aren't familiar, I was literally like going all the way across campus. That, like that's like three times. miles. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no wonder I was so skinny at the time. But yeah, barren. Man, that makes me want to like go back to Erie and just visit campus. Yeah, I I do too. I haven't been there since. I mean, I also was the one who stayed, not stayed, but I went back and worked. Uh you remember my cart, remember, Molly? Uh, yes, I used to go visit you all the time in my weird science classes that I had to take senior year. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> uh, I worked at a cart where I sold bagels and whatnot. But then I also worked at various other places, and I finally left like two years ago, like January of 2020. That's the last time I was there. Um, but yeah, I should also go back at some point. Someday. Someday. But anyway, so I guess we should talk about, like, where are we now? So, Molly, where are you now? Like, where, <laughs> where am where I? Where are you now? <laughs> so, I am a stay-at-home mom in New Jersey. Where, oh, no. where Jim's North. from, right? Yeah, where Jim's from. So, uh, we got married in 2017, and we moved not too far from where he grew up. Um, and I worked various like bookkeeping jobs. And then, um, once we had our kids, I started just working from home, uh, staying home completely. Um, so I still do stuff on the side, but it's, it's from home during nap times typically. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. So then we bought a house and that's the last time I saw you guys in person. What? Thinking, thinking back on that. Is that the last time that I saw you, Brian or you, Molly? At your uh, wedding. Did anyone yes. get married after me? Well, okay. Was so, Slippy, I think that was the last time I saw you in person. Um, Molly, uh, we were in Brett's wedding. Yes. Uh, like, we're just name dropping people. That was the same people. year, though. That was, yeah, that, everyone got married that year. Because I was also in Ronnie's wedding. Um, yeah, that was an expensive year. I was Ronnie's <laughs> best man. I have no idea how. Also, if, if 
and I've told him this. I was the worst best man ever. Like, oh, I feel so bad for Brett and Michelle. I was a terrible bridesmaid because I had like just gotten married and we moved to New Jersey and I was having like panic attacks every day being in New Jersey. And so I didn't come back for any of her stuff. I was the worst. I felt so bad. Yeah, I. But, uh, nothing I can do you only again. you only have two jobs as the best man, like make sure he shows up probably on time uh, and like don't lose the ring. If if in fact you are yeah. like, handing you know, off I did have ring. I did have the ring for Ronnie's wedding. Um, yeah. so you did all right i did well we didn't make sure that he ate for breakfast oh yeah so i don't know if i've told this story on here before or i probably should have saved it for when we have ronnie on because ronnie actually used to be a co-host on here but yeah but now you started and i'm really curious okay how this plays out yeah so it was <laughs> me and the other guy like we were the two groomsmen and we stayed at Ronnie's overnight and we didn't make sure he ate. And I don't think the maid of honor made sure that his wife ate either. <laughs> so we, you know, we're fine in the morning. Everything's fine. Then, you know, we, we do the wedding. We're doing pictures and everything. And they're like, we're, we're all really hungry. And people are starting to get hangry. And <laughs> like, we still have to go take pictures and everything. So we're doing that. And the pictures and the reception hall are way far away from each other. So we get to the reception hall. All these people have been waiting to eat because, you know, you can't eat without the bridal party there. And we get to eat first. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like, oh, hey, everyone. Sorry, we're, we're here. We're here. Okay, now we're going to go eat. Um, But that's also when my best man speech, I cut down from five minutes to a minute. And it was like, I've, I've apologized to him multiple times for that. Did he want it to be like this big? No, but I had this, you know, I used my speech skills, my cast 100 skills. I wrote a, a wedding <laughs> toast and it was five minutes. It was beautiful. And I had to on the fly cut it down and... and it was fine, but you know. that my experience with that is it. I think that's probably one of the most stressful things that I ever had to prepare for was was my brother's uh, wedding being the best man in that. Oh, my gosh. I'm like so not a, a crowd person. And doing that speech was a huge accomplishment for me. But for everyone else, it's like, OK, yeah, there was a best man speech. We don't you know, not necessarily yeah. notable. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, the nerves. I've never done that. I yeah. never, I've never been a man. Never owner, been so a I never had man. to do a speech. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've never been a best man either. But <laughs> no, I've been in like twelve weddings, but always just a bridesmaid. So I've never had to worry about it, which has been kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, you'd be good at it though, probably. I don't know. I took advanced probably. public speaking. I took like what was a cast two hundred. I took like four public speaking classes. Yeah, at yeah I think we so took. I cast actually 200. have like the skill, like the education to do it i just never do yeah my thing was always like i was the calm major who hated talking to people um but now i can give a really good speech now i haven't had to for like seven years but back in my day <laughs> i could knock the socks off of speech listeners it's amazing they haven't really changed like a good speech a thousand years ago is still a good speech today. Is it though? Would you want to listen to like Aristotle 
Yeah, for sure. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story. Um, my dad, like, they got shirts at work that uh, say, it's like a, they have a quote with Aristotle on it, but they misspelled Aristotle. I'm like, that's so ironic. Like, I love it. You misspelled the philosopher, like the wise man's name. Did but... he? Did he give speeches? I, I, uh, oh. I don't know that part of history. <laughs> I don't know. I always mix up Socrates and Aristotle, and... Socrates, Socrates, and Plato, who I almost just called Pluto. But I'm sure there were some speeches given in there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those guys. As part of, we part awkwardly getting, try to yeah, segue. We're, from, we're all like, mm. We're like, mm, cool. Aristotle. I don't <laughs> know how we ended up here. I guess yeah, I wouldn't have. Quiet, I, I no wouldn't idea. understand the language. Yeah, like you'd be listening to the speech in like Greek, and you'd be like, hmm, I don't know what he's saying, but it it sounds like it's going well. I'd, I'd use those nonverbal communication skills that I learned. So there you well. go. Yeah, that you apparently learned, but don't remember. There you go. Full circle. Full circle. Saved Molly, it. we had a couple classes together. Um, we did. And class itself was really fun. But I remember that I worked so hard on the assignments. And you would just like scribble something down like five minutes before class. And you always did better than me. And I remember being so mad at you all the time. <laughs> That's what Evan always said, too. Because we had a class together, too, where it was the same thing. Like, I would just do my assignment at the very last second and like just crush it. But um, yep. no, yeah. those are fun, though. We had some we had some good ones. Well, we had one. Slippy, you'll you'll remember this. I don't know where you were though at the time, the day of the bomb threat. Oh my oh, gosh, yes. the bomb threat. Yeah, so that is a funny. That was a great day, actually. I, I I say that all the time too, and it sounds so weird because like it sounds horrible, but like <laughs> makes the, it makes it seem like maybe you did the bomb threat. <laughs> the, like the day of the bomb threat was really fun. Not like the actual. So I remember it was so fascinating. So my memory of it was uh molly we did a show because we were doing friday shows at that point and mm -hmm. we went over to bruno's because i got a pop like that's that was usually our routine on mondays and fridays right and so i think we were coming back to cockle from bruno's and i had to print something and one of our friends mike was like he's like brian get in here i'm like I'm like what he's like get in here and so i like come rushing in and like no one knew it was actually a very fascinating communication study that's uh, what i say all the time because no one knew what was going on and the stories, yeah. the right, stories but within five minutes everybody knew but it was all different it, yeah it was all it wrong was like one was like that there were gunshots you know on campus well, yeah, there were people saying there shooter. was an active shooter yeah and then like the fear that was present and the lack of information from also faculty <laughs> Yeah, it's just right. astounding. Like this is probably it's a right. little bit late for the school to have not had a better system in place for these kinds of things. Yeah, it was basically just lock the doors. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but so everything ended up being fine. But they sent everyone home. So I remember Slippy that year, especially you were always trying to get everyone to go to lunch. Yeah. And I don't think it usually worked out. But no, it was like, usually you couldn't get like a good size group, but typically I could find like Hanbin or somebody, you know, somebody would be down to go. But yeah, 
but we all now had free time on our hands because we weren't really supposed to be on campus so we all went to perkins i'll never forget it it was so fun yes that was fun our buddy our buddy isaiah like asked for his eggs well done i was like i've never heard anyone say that before (laughs) how do you want your eggs well, well done. done. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> n- no, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I understand <laughs> that the poor waitress. Like that poor waitress. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. She had to deal with what, like 10 or 11 college students? Like, I'm just sure from she... our group. I'm pretty sure there were like a bunch of other college oh, probably. students. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. Too, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess at the end of this segment, we can't come out like pro bomb threat. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, yeah, but it's going to be hard not to. Let's, like... let's be very clear. Uh, th- that was very bad. Whoever did the bomb threat, like that was a horrible thing to do. And it's, it's really good that nothing <laughs> bad happened on campus. Yes. But then like but the rest is... of the day, like was once we were allowed to leave was actually really fun. And I remember like you actually slippy, you drove me home because, you know, I didn't have a car. Like I was always relying on. And it was weird timing. So like you couldn't get picked up or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was more just like, Hey, you know, we drove to Perkins together. Hey, can Can you you drive all the way across town to take me home? (laughs) Well, it was, it was educational for me because like I had no idea which part of Erie you lived in. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I didn't see much of Erie in my time up there because Baron is sort of outside of Erie. Yeah. And I lived on like the complete opposite side of the city. Right. Oh, I used to get lost in Erie all the time. I'm pretty sure I should have died a couple of yeah, times. Yeah. Not a good I place to get up, lost. Like, not. Yeah. No, I got lost in like bad places. Definitely. But I like I'm directionally challenged. So, yeah, I just got yeah. lost all the time. So I would just like drive around. <laughs> I, I remember one That's time. It's probably a miracle I'm still alive. I remember one time uh I went to you went to some well we had to stay for a BVZ meeting. Oh, I remember this. And then you were going to like a a church thing at Grace Church. Mm-hmm. And I had not had the heart to tell my dad that I needed a ride late that day. <laughs> So I was like, hey, Molly, can I come with you so you can take me home? I don't think I said it like that, but that was essentially the gist of it. <laughs> she didn't know at the time. It's like, oh, sure, I'll take you there. And like, then oh, it's wow, like, Brian, Brian, like, I never way. went to any crew events or anything. It's like, oh, wow, Brian's going to something. Oh, he just needs a ride. Like, yeah. That's okay. Well, they were very adamant about that meeting. Usually I skipped the BBZ meetings because they were really late, but they're like, no, everyone has to be there. I'm like, fine. It's like six o'clock. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I got lost leaving your house. That's that's possible. My house is one of those ones that like, it's probably like mythical in the friend group because everyone has probably dropped me off or picked me up at least once, but they never know like where it is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) so what else what else do we have to talk about yeah i was gonna say so bomb threats (laughs) (laughs) we've gone it is a strange it's a strange phenomenon really like always it's around finals right isn't that the deal what like somebody's just like trying to get out of their finals so they 
Yeah, I don't remember out. like what the whole scenario was. But yeah, I don't know. Was we didn't know at the time. We were like, maybe campus isn't there anymore, <laughs> but we're at Perkins, so whatever. <laughs> no, they they they'd given the all clear at that point, but I think they just it was like we're done for the day. I remember we were sitting in there in Dr. Troster's class. Shout out to Dr. Troster. If you could see me right now, I've got my hand up with a peace sign because that man was a saint. He put up with a lot. He put up with so much. Uh, I'm going to go on a side tangent here about how uh, he was my advisor and he had to deal with me coming in to visit him like all the time. And the funniest (laughs) story, I will never forget this. He was touring a prospective student and his parents around, and he gets to one of the editing booths in Cockle, and lo and behold, I am in there, sitting on the floor (laughs) with my laptop, papers strewn all over, (laughs) on a website, I think I had my shoes off, on a website of just funny, like, test answers that people gave <laughs> and it's like this is if you go to Baron, this is what you're going to become you'll be reduced to this because <laughs> <laughs> i was working on my thesis and i but i would go in the editing booths because it was quiet in there uh that's also where i heard someone getting chewed out for plagiarism like you should have you really should have hung out in the editing booths because you know that's that's yeah, where I was the, missing out. Yeah, that's where all you could because people it was so quiet. They didn't know you were in there and you just hear stuff happening. Well, and there was a hallway. There's like a hallway right next to it mm-hmm. or it's it's off of a hallway yeah. that has some. It wasn't the busiest on campus, but it, it had some through traffic. Yeah. And the traffic was interesting because yeah. it's it's a variety of people going through there for sure who don't normally mix. Yeah. Yes. But. No, shout out to Dr. Troster. Um, I remember once I called him on a Saturday morning because... Why would you do that? Uh, it was awful because my <laughs> thesis grade showed up as like an F. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to graduate. And he was like, no, it's fine. We'll just reset it. Because like it it was just like... they On a Saturday morning. I oh did. My yeah. So wait, did you actually get an F? No, I didn't. It was we had basically he had put a placeholder grade in there because it was like an incomplete assignment. Like I, I had to finish it. It wasn't an actual class, uh, but uh, I think that expired, and so it just went to an F, and it just like tanked my GPA and everything. <laughs> and I freaked out. And he had given me his phone number. If you don't want someone to call you on a Saturday morning, don't give them your home phone number. And then put a placeholder grade as an F. Well, he didn't put the placeholder grade as an F. Oh, okay. I think think it was just kind of empty. But like I said, it expired. Like the time limit on the placeholder had expired or something. So the the system automatically assumed it was an F because there was no grade or something. I don't know. But no, I did not get an F on that. But uh, shout out. For like the fourth time to Dr. Troster. I'm pretty sure I frustrated him because I had to have a meeting with him once and he was like asking me what I wanted to do with my life and my degree. And I was like, I don't know. I want to be like a secretary at a church or something He's like <laughs> that is a complete waste. And I was like, yeah, but that's what oh. I want. But like, hey, I'm, that's what I'm doing now, like on my free time, nap time, whatever. You're living the dream. I yeah. am. So. Yeah, it's I mean. 
look, people get degrees for various reasons. You don't have to do what your professors want you to do. Um, I joke with Jimmy that I went for my misses. <laughs> <laughs> the MRS. <laughs> That's right. But um, Hey, look, I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> Two degrees in one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> you didn't get your misses. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, no, I was more just gonna say that I, you know, I I stayed pretty much single. Actually, not pretty much. I stayed single all through my time at Bear, and <laughs> save for like a three day period after I graduated and worked there, which Molly knows about. I don't think Slippy knows about it. Well, in your defense, Baron was like mostly guys. It, I think when my freshman year it was what a three to one. Four yeah, three to, to one, one is what they always ratio, say the ratio like... is. They did say that, yeah. And then so... in certain majors, it was way higher. Like yeah. engineering, I think they said was something like eight to one. Yeah. Pretty bad odds. So, yeah, when yeah. I first started going to crew, there was only like three girls. <laughs> yeah. So the odds were not ever in my favor for like finding someone at Baron. But, you know, SOCKS. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyone else? Anyone else got some topics so we can get off the awkward subject I brought up? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. We should let I mean, that hang and see if really you fill it. To talk about <laughs> my my life consists of like, have you pooped today? So like, I don't have anything better to talk about. <laughs> you mean you mean the kids? Yes, yes, my kids. I've got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> you just go around texting people like, have you pooped today? <laughs> yeah, I really don't want that to be my job in the friend group. So. <laughs> It's like the, you know, the, uh, when you're little, like, have you used the bath? Like, you might not, you don't, you might not think you have to use the bathroom, but you should try. My sister yeah. tried that on me once when I was like 15. And I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, um, so like, I've got two little boys, right? So my life is like wiping boogers. Have you pooped yet? And just like hoping that the stain on his arm is dirt. Like, it's just, that's just life right now oh i don't mean i mean i I just i was thinking i was gonna be like so it's like my life (laughs) 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 um yeah no my life right now is basically just working fall i fall asleep super early um i need to somehow break the cycle because I'll like go home and be like, oh, I'm going to play some Madden. And it's like 8 o'clock and then at 8.30, I'm like falling asleep. I'm like, okay, this is probably not great. Um, But yeah, no, that's mine. And guys, I'm finally, this is going to sound so sad. Like I'm finally getting a car or I'm going to like, I'm working on getting a car. You know, what does that, what does that look like? Like, what do you mean working on it? Like, looking at Oh, okay. Looking okay. You're you're it. in like the research. Yeah. Research space. Cool. Are you like leaning towards anything specific? Probably a Mazda just because it's convenient. <laughs> I'm I'm like sort of selling my car. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I've heard bad things about selling cars between friends. There are, there is. Yeah. I keep bringing this up and every time I do, uh other people are like, "You know, you shouldn't do that." <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah, but nobody else will buy it. <laughs> hmm. no. yeah. I kind of miss my old car. The Saab. The Saab, yes. Oh my gosh. The one that we broke. Oops. Like the, the no, we didn't. top. If your dad's listening to this, it didn't. That's not what happened. He's not gonna <laughs> listen to this. Please. Oh, but that also reminds me. You know, I totally forgot about one of our core memories. Um, um, when you ran into Hungry Howie's. <laughs> okay, two of our core memories. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. first off, since you brought it up, yes, I once crashed into a Hungry Howie's. <laughs> Which is a nice, a nice pizza establishment. In Slippy, Erie. do you know about this? I do know about it. Yeah. Okay. The story cracks. You me tried every to time keep I it. Think about it. You tried to keep it quiet, and and it's like this story is too good to keep it quiet. So I. I had gone to pick up pizza and I pulled into the space and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm hanging out of the back of the space a little bit. I'm going to edge forward a little bit, except for some reason I floored it uh, and I hit one of their cars on the way to hitting the wall. So luckily I hit a wall and not like a window. I'm but... crying. <laughs> you did some damage. I'm crying too. <laughs> so oh, then... Brian, you're my hero. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, oh. so then I had to back up and th there was literally a discussion about like, did I oh. hit the car twice? Oh my gosh. Right. And right. we did determined you, that- Did you it, back into it? <laughs> we determined that I had to have only hit it once because of the way the cars were angled. Like I hit it and then just like kind of backed out instead of like hitting it a second time. I love that that's an unknown for you. <laughs> I don't know if I hit it twice. <laughs> I drove into a building. That was the big thing. But I think the the story spread, didn't it? Because Jimmy worked at a Hungry Howie's. He did. He, he did. didn't work at the one that you hit, though, did he? No, but I thought he no. said that someone like the 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 story had been told that someone crashed into the one on Twenty Sixth Street, and. You know, oh, yeah, because I think that's how he found out it was you, because he told me the story, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was Brian. <laughs> and, you know, Word got out. <laughs> proud moment for me uh, was that uh, I was the reason they then got, like, the parking blocks in the front. <laughs> so you're welcome, Hungry Howies, except then they got rid of them. It's not even a Hungry Howies anymore. <gasps> nuh -uh. It's a bakery slash, like, food place. Man. Hmm. I miss Hungry Howie's. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do too. I, I actually thought it was like, at the time, pretty good. And I liked all the variety that came with the crusts. But oh, yeah, it's still good. Well, people people these days are like, Ugh, that's like just cheap college pizza. It's like, well, no, that's because there no, was no, a Hungry no. Howie's across from Barron. Yeah, like what I'm else? I'm okay with do? cheap college pizza. Though. Yeah, yeah me too. I mean, uh, there was some bad pizza in Erie that I like they would give us for free at the school that actually i i turned my nose up at Ooh, that's like, the only place where i did not like i can only think of one maybe two pizza experiences where i wouldn't eat it i think it was there i need to say it was uh like dad's or something it was something in erie that they had and it was like cardboard it was just I've so literally bad i never heard of that Mm. It was a thicker, I'm not gonna lie. I get pizza. really upset with like the pizza situation here. Like everyone is so proud of Jersey pizza and whatever. I just can't. I do not like it. It's terrible. So what is Jersey pizza? I should um, know this. 
I, I think it's slimy and gross. I don't know. <laughs> I, that if you ask anybody from New Jersey, they're like so proud. Their pizza's the best, blah, blah. I don't get it. Well, it's mm. not New York. I don't get it. Or yeah. Chicago. Right. I didn't. And there's like apparently like St. Louis pizza. I'm like, every city can't just have a pizza. Yeah, we don't have room for this. Like we can only know two types. Yeah, it, it's like Chicago and New York. Uh, I just want to be like, oh, yeah, eerie pizza. Like, what is an eerie pizza? Like, I don't know. According to Slippy Cardboard, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other core memory was when we went to visit you for your birthday. <gasps> yes. Oh, that was the best. So I don't remember. Didn't you only thought like two or three people were coming, right? I was pretty sure it was only like Christine and Steph. I think maybe. Christine. So did she plan it? Probably because she planned I think, everything. I think yes. she did. Yeah. So my birthday was over spring break, and I grew up like an hour or whatever south of Erie. So the big OC. Everybody came to visit me. <laughs> the, the we big walked OC. on a frozen lake. And, we oh, did. So found out like after we were on the lake that we probably shouldn't have been on the lake. Why? People used what to go mean? ice fishing there all the time. There were ice fishers actively on it. Were there? I think so. I don't, I don't think know. there were. I tested I mean, it for died. all of you. I remember yeah. there's a video of you testing it. it. And and really, what's interesting is the area where we chose to step on was like the thinnest spot. Yeah. And it wasn't. It did actually move under our feet, <laughs> which everyone says, like, you know, don't do that. Don't walk on ice you're not sure about. Yeah, oh, we're all just like, of us. we're like, let's take an epic. Like, the picture we took, it reminds me, there's an awesome picture we took. It's like a landscape but it reminds me of like twilight like because i don't know i could see that i've never seen them but i know there's like a twilight scene that takes place on like the ice and that's what it um, that's what i imagine um but that was also because we were in a bunch of different cars so me evan and brett were in a car i think we were driving over to the lake and uh we got lost and I don't know that these two things are actually connected, but I like to think they are. We were singing the Canadian National Anthem as rounds. Or no, oh no we were singing the Canadian National Anthem and we were singing Row Your Boat as rounds. Yeah, and there's no service down there. So there, you would have been lost for we, a long we time. We got lost. Um, so I just like, yeah, we got lost singing the Canadian National Anthem. Nice. Yep. I don't know if I knew that part. Yeah. No. But um, I was in a different car, so yeah. Probably oh, everybody had like their unique adventure getting there. I know if we Is if it... you ask like everyone, it's like, oh yeah, I I got lost in the woods. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. I got lost in the middle of nowhere. Oh, but I don't know. I think that's all I've got for today. Anyone else? No, this has been so fun, though. I miss you guys. I'm I know. Just, I'm, like, so far away. I, people here are different. It's not eerie. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're nice. We know. New Jersey different. people. <laughs> they're, yeah. It's just different. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually. Well, you know, we're all the class of 2015, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do I'm they do college reunions? <laughs> what? Do they do college reunions? Oh, I don't know. Huh. We should just do like our own. If they did do it, I would have no, probably no way of finding out about it. Like <laughs> it would be, it would be word of mouth. 
I'm I'm completely dependent on that because I'm not connected to any like alumni anything. Yeah, I I'm get things really from the alumni association trying to get me to donate. I'm like, I donated my money. Yeah, via loans and That's right. payments. Yeah, and via you know, just tuition. Right. But I remember once they sent something that was like. Ohio State beat Penn State in donations. We need to beat them. And I was like, oh, no, what do we do? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I got them to stop calling me after. This is like the angriest. This is the last thing for me. I swear. I, I got like the fifth phone call in a row in two days asking for money. And it's like I, I gave this person an earful about how I paid tuition and I don't owe them anything and they need to stop calling me and yada, yada, yada. But I got like loud on the phone, which I don't normally do. I never do this. Only with the cable company do I do that. And <laughs> So maybe like, that's what you need to do when we're podcasting. Yeah, just just get worked up about my bills. <laughs> 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 yeah, but they have not called me since. I, I was like, you know what? If you call me again, it's not going to be good for you. Okay, this is going to sound silly, but I feel a little neglected. I've never gotten a phone call. Really? I've really? never gotten a phone call either, actually. I just got mail. Oh, my gosh. So maybe you're just getting scammed. No, no, it was <laughs> legit. I know it was legit. But they also tried to sell you furniture. Like, you would get what? these catalogs. It's like, oh, Penn State alumni, buy this chair with a Penn State logo on it. And you're like, why would I want that? I don't know. The only Penn State thing I've ever really wanted since graduating was like a little onesie for the babies, but I never actually got it because I was too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a like Penn State hat. That's it. The Baron thing is like you're you're like grudgingly a part of of Penn State. You're yeah. not really. <laughs> uh, it's like Baron is way better than Penn State. Oh, I specify to everyone I tell that I graduated from the Baron campus. Yep. And it's like, thanks, Penn State, for the nice name on my degree. Um, right. That's basically how I feel. I've never even been to main campus. No, me neither. Whoa. Uh, make the make the pilgrimage. I, like, I kind of want to go once, and I'd love to go to like a football game. But then at the same time, like, it just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, you and should, I would just you should be go like, to the football game. They'd be like, who are you? And I'd be like, better than you, because I went to Bear. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a class thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Life. I would not say that, but I it would definitely but you be think funny. it. I would think it, but I wouldn't <laughs> say it. Twists mustache. <laughs> I could. It's my mustache is very twisty right now. Um but anyway, I think that's gonna do it. A special thanks to Molly Beth Shaver for joining us as our first ever guest. Oh, thanks for having me. This has been so fun. We will have you back at some point, possibly uh, with Jimmy, yeah. too. Uh, yes, that yeah. would be perfect. So I am Brian. I'm Slippy. And I'm Molly Beth. And this has been Snorkeling with Narwhals. 